the Watchdog on Wall Street podcast, explaining the news coming out of the complex worlds of finance, economics, and politics, and the impact it will have on everyday Americans. Author, investment banker, consumer advocate, analyst, and trader, Chris Markowski. Welcome, everybody. Um, Great day. I'm sorry. I know this is going to maybe throw some of you uh, people out that uh, maybe took too many economics classes or or buy into conventional wisdom. But when um, you have uh, jobs growth accelerating to 517,000 jobs, you've got the unemployment rate down to 3.4%. And you're trying to tell me that this is bad, that this is going to be bad for inflation and the Fed. That is the biggest bunch of bullshit going. Sorry, it is. T- take a good hard look. Take a look at wage inflation. It's come down. Again, um, uh, unlike many economists out there, I run a freaking business. I-, I understand how the world works. And unfortunately, they do not. When more people are entering the workforce, more positions are being filled, more greater competition for positions. Guess what? That's good for employers. It's good because you know what? We get better candidates. We get better candidates. And yes, you don't have to overpay for staff. Yeah, one of the the phenomena that that there was all, all the conversation over the past year, year and a half or the people that are quiet quitting. Oh, quiet quitting, mailing it in, not working so hard. Freaking slackers. I don't like slackers. I don't want slackers. Slackers are not productive. Slackers are not good for business. Guess what, quiet quitters? You better get your freaking act together, or you're going to get shown the door. And that's a good thing. It's not a bad thing. This is good for the overall economy. It's going to help when it comes to productivity. And I'm thrilled by this number. And I think people are starting to get it. I I think they're starting to get arms around it. Not too long ago, people were like, oh, my God, this is terrible. The Federal Reserve, they need to destroy the job market in order to deal with inflation. Now, now, that's, um, that, my friends, is Huey. It's not true. You, you don't have to do that at all. A- and again, I think the Federal Reserve has come to the conclusion that, uh, gee whiz, we, we can't fix, we, we're not going to do anything when it comes to wage inflation. We've got to allow this to work its way through the system. You don't have to tinker with it. Get the hell out of the way. Again, all, all free money is it's drying up now, kids. Yeah. And was it that May is the last day for that Biden put forward for all the uh, COVID um, measures and handouts and giveaways and other bullshit? Uh, Republicans are trying to push that that number to today. The quicker you get rid of all that crap, the better off we're going to be. And again, in another see, I told you so moment from the watchdog on Wall Street show, when all of this shit was instituted back under the Trump administration, yes, Biden kept it going. But for all you super Trumpsters out there, Trump started this crap. Oh, yes, paying people not to work. And yeah, not, you don't have to be evicted. And guess what? We're going to give out greater food stamps. Then we're going to send out stimulus checks to this person and that person. What a bunch of, I mean, honestly, 
what a waste. What a waste. And again, you paid people not to work. What did you think was going to happen? Guess what? Now people are recognizing that, gee whiz, I might have to go back to work. Great. Great. Um, again, nothing to do with the Federal Reserve. This is Washington, D.C. policy. <laughs> I, did a, uh, I did a television show uh, this morning uh, out of Los Angeles and uh, explaining this to the the panel as best I could. And uh, again, we were talking about different aspects of inflation. I said, you know, we go to the grocery store, see the high price of things here and there. Obviously, certain items have to do with uh, fossil fuels and the the cost of fossil fuels, which then translates into, you know, fertilizer and a myriad of different things out there. But, you know, you, you look at eggs. Now, I eat a lot of eggs. I do. I, I go and I get my cholesterol checked every six months. But uh, yeah, I'm pretty much a, a carnivore through and through. And uh, you know, there's only so many protein shakes you can have over the course of the day. And I happen to like eggs, but they're freaking expensive now. I mean, they're much more expensive than they used to be. And you know, that translates into the high cost for many other things that eggs go into. Correct? It's an input cost. So um, you know. What the flip can the Fed do about the price of eggs? Put masks on chickens? I, I, they, they, you can't do it. It's a, it's a Davian flu problem. Once it clears itself up, you know, the problem will fix itself, and hopefully they'll hope to, to mitigate it in the future, and they can learn from it. But again, more often than not, it's just getting the hell out of the way that works. And again, I, I, you look at these numbers and you say to yourself, gee whiz, you know what we could do? You know, what we could do as a country if maybe we can get rid of some ridiculous regulations and get small businesses excited again to go out there and build and create. There's nothing greater. It's my job is building wealth. It's great to see people do well. It's great to see people build wealth. And again, I look at this number and we got all the divisions that we have in this country, all of the issues that we have. And, you know, you say, gee whiz, U.S. added 517,000 jobs in the month of January. You look to other places around the world. They can only dream of what we've got going on here. Dream. I'm going to do a little bit on the U.K. later on. (laughs) Countries. Sorry. Sorry, all you Anglophobes out there, all you people that, uh, you know, know, watch the crown five times. Uh, The U.K. is a disaster. It's a disaster. And many countries in Europe haven't figured it out. Again, they're dealing with issues, mistakes they made when it came to uh, energy and its, its costs in them. You had the ECB yesterday raise rates. UK raises rates as well. They're, they're behind the curve. They're catching up to us. But they're going to have to lower them at some point in time. They're going to have to. They're not going to have the type of growth that they need. Again, it's, it's too much government. Too much government. And again, we'll get into the UK a little bit later on. But anyway, had a, a myriad of uh, earnings numbers come out after the bell and the missing expectations. Again, I wasn't thrown off at all uh, by the numbers that came down the pike. Uh, Amazon still has a lot of work to do, and, and they're, they seem to be doing it. We know that they have been instituting it. And uh, again, uh, they need to create greater efficiencies. Um, some of the other numbers as well. Uh, Google. Um, Google's going to be fine. And I'll tell you why they're going to be fine. 
um, and, and many other companies that, that deal with digital advertising, the big ones, why Meta, take a look at Meta stock has gone through the roof. Um, we, we discussed this here on the program, you know, the, the fact that, you know, how does a high end, not even a high, I mean, how, how do certain retailers that normally would advertise on TV uh, when people, you know, a large swath of population, they don't watch TV anymore. They, they, they stream stuff and they pay extra like I do. I pay extra not to watch commercials. Again, it's, it's time factor. You know, I don't want something. I want to, you know, the, the, the quicker I can get through it, the, you know, that's, that's great for me. You know, I, that's fantastic. I don't like watching commercials. Okay. They have to find a way through. When, when I utilize YouTube, YouTube's got their little embedded ads and things that you watch. No, no. Skip ads, skip ads, skip ads, skip ads. They're not getting paid on those ads. They're not. They get paid when people watch them. That's some of the metrics. So again, I guess they may get some people. It doesn't cost companies to, to run these campaigns uh, that much. They have to, you know, again, uh, hopefully if someone's watching, then, then they're interested in it. Anyway, neither here nor there. There are other social media outlets out there that, that are going to get crooked, and they are, like Snap, for instance. Um, you're cutting back on your digital advertising. Where are you going to cut back on? You're going to cut back on what you know is going to work? Are you going to cut back on stuff you were taking flyers on? I, I saw a commercial for Snap this past week on regular TV, and it gave me the freaking creeps, man. It did. I don't know what the hell it was. I didn't know what it was almost through the entire commercial, and it had all these faces that were like distorted and creepy looking. It was like some sort of messed up funhouse. These doll-looking human beings. I don't like dolls. Okay, thrown off by the whole freaking thing. And I'm like, who the hell is going to advertise on this bullshit platform? Money's going to go away from that. It's going to go to other places. And these companies that are able to figure it out, as I said, Google's working hard on artificial intelligence too. Um, the target, you know, the, the right people, they're going to do well. Now, again, um, you know, it's, it's the dilemma right now. And we discussed this here. You, you own a you own a Mercedes Benz dealership. Hey, the dealerships primarily don't advertise that much. It's mostly the the, the company Mercedes Benz. You know, you'd see the ads over Christmas. I we all see them. I you know when I see them watching football. Watch and again, this is the power of the NFL right now and live sports that people are going to watch. Um, you, you have a, a, an audience that's paying attention. You do. You do. Um, in fact, the one thing I was thinking about, the one thing that I think hurts the NFL, and I think it's a bad idea. I think that they got rid of this. They would get more money for ads. Is that red zone thing? Because there's no commercials. It's just basically no commercials, hardly anything. You're just watching that and all the highlights. I can't, my kids like it. I can't stand it. I like to watch a football game. She was, I like to watch defense too. Anyway, neither here nor there. Um, that's where those companies have to go and advertise now. That's where they have to go and advertise. It's just it's the NFL, you know, Mercedes-Benz have to go there. Whereas, you know, when there was, everybody was watching cable TV and you had to watch the commercials. I mean, again, you know, it, 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 been a, it was a process. They started putting DVRs in people's homes and people recording programs and fast forwarding through the commercials. And then, you know, people want to go back and watch them on demand. They wouldn't let you 
uh, streamed through the commercials. Now a lot of these these you know networks and companies out there, well, you just pay them extra and you don't have to watch them. Um, it's a unique dynamic right now that you know. Quite frankly, I, I'm trying to figure it out. Trying to figure it out. I mean, I I see on Facebook how you get some high end retailers that are reaching out um, in ways you know to, you know they obviously have their algorithms on me and others to, to see what they're trying to hit hit us with, but um, it's going to be an interesting dynamic moving forward. Apple's numbers. Um, you got to put this into perspective. Over 2 billion people around the world that have an iPhone. Um, you got to think about that. You're in, okay? You, 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 you got an iPhone. I'd be curious to see how many people have actually, um, the numbers, and I've never seen them. Never see. I've, I've looked for them. I, I can't find them. How many people have switched from iPhone to Android versus Android to Apple? Because once you're in that that iPhone sphere, I mean they're they're getting money off you. You're, you're, you're just you're paying into it. I mean I I see it. Yeah, I see it. You know, you're paying for the iCloud and you're paying for the music and you're paying for this and you got Apple TV and all this stuff and it's. Um, they got a hell of a business. Hell of a, I mean, you, you take a look. If you take a look at just their services business, the money, money they just did off services. I, I, and I've always told this, that story about blue chips going, you know, even blue chips can die. Um, at, at some point in time, I mean, I, I look at this company, I look at this company and I say to myself, it's almost become... Uh, a utility. It's almost, it, it is, it's almost become like, you know, you, you need to have heat and electricity. It's, it's, that's what they've managed to accomplish uh, to some degree. And um, again, they, they, you know, they didn't make numbers and they said, well, listen, you know, a lot of things that, you know, were backed up because China, that's going to change. Um, they didn't in the um, Last quarter, their Macintosh numbers weren't that good, but I think people were holding off because all of their new Macintosh computers were just released now. So uh, we shall see. Um, but again, I talk about well-positioned, well-funded company. It really is. And I know you take a look at the um, take a look at the you know the price action in the company and what it's what it's priced at and the multiple. And people say, well, it's a little high. A little high for what? I mean, again, can you compare it to anything else? Is there any, I mean, it's basically its own thing. In the same sense that, you know, Amazon is a retailer. I, I, I get that. Um, it's a very unique retailer. But it, again, different margins, different. It's, um, again, I, I can't think of anything that's even close to this in regards to all of the areas that it's in. And like I said, almost becoming, um, like I said, you know, a utility. It's must have. Anyway, moving on. Oh, look at this. The Securities and Exchange Commission is considering softening a uh, plan rules requiring companies to disclose the effects of extreme weather and other costs related to global warming when it completes its climate change proposals. Yeah. Um, 
again, uh, oh, you talk, I'm sorry. It's just so flippant stupid. It really is. You're going to force companies. You're going to add all of the, all of these costs on all of these companies. You really want to do that. Do you, I mean, honestly, is it, I mean, come, I know all of you, Gary Genzer and the Biden administration, virtue signaling, you know, you're accomplishing nothing, nothing. Now, I was looking at some of the numbers uh, today. They were actually being discussed on a program, the, the trillions of dollars that have been spent um, in green, green initiatives. Trillions of dollars spent on green initiatives, uh, wind, solar, all of these things. It, it hasn't made a dent. It hasn't made a dent in fossil fuel usage globally. It hasn't. Um, I don't know. You can take it for what it's worth. Now you're going you're gonna to make companies actually account for this. I actually almost threw up in my mouth. You had the, uh, I just saw, took a little bit of a look at the budget for the state of New York. And uh, no, I, I won't be around to, to be involved with any of this. There's no way. Um, they want to make companies to start accounting for their carbon usage and have to pay a, a tax on that. Um, you, know, you know what New York is going to be good for? You, know, you keep heading in this direction. It's going to be good for filming um, apocalyptic movies. That's going to be good for, I mean, because everyone's going to leave. Everyone is going to leave. You take a look. And all your best customers are going to leave. The, the ones that pay the bulk of the taxes. Out the door. Anyway, um, oh, da, 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 da. ah, okay, this is what I want to get to. I'm, again, this is another story, great story, great news as far as on my front. You, you hear how I preach here on the program when it comes to investing and dollar cost averaging and not doing stupid crap when there's sell-offs in bear markets. Um, Americans largely stifle the urge to reduce their savings rates and sell stocks in their retirement accounts last year. Even as the market declined and inflation soared, about 90% of investors in 401k-style retirement plans maintained or increased their savings in 2022. Yes, good, good. You know, stop listening to the idiots out there. Dollar cost average, what do we say? When markets are down, that's when you have to be FOMO. That's when you have to take advantage. Great news as far as I'm concerned. Interesting piece. Again, I rant rave here on the program in regards to college, college costs. Um, you know, the fact that colleges and universities are hedge funds. Um, that's what they are. They're, they're hedge funds with nonprofit status, and you can't convince me otherwise. They're businesses. Don't get into the bullshit that they're freaking nonprofits. Horse manure. Anyway, um, story today in the Wall Street Journal is actually an op ed. Actually, talking about the four-year model of undergraduate education and where it came from. It came, you know, actually from you know medieval colleges because at that point in time there was no practical way to um, get a classical education in less than four years. Okay, um, but in the end, twentieth-century college curriculums had added much beyond the old classics. From the 1960s to the 1990s, higher education absorbed vocational training, physical therapy, accounting, marketing, hospitality management, even culinary arts. Mastery of these pursuits doesn't always require a uniform four-year program. The core of, say, a hospitality degree might require only one year of study. 
An accounting major might need two years in the classroom and a third on the outside. All the while, the costs of the mandated four-year degree continue to soar. So why are colleges and universities still stuck in the four-year groove? Money! I answer that question right there. It's money. It's a business. You're going to force kids to take classes that they don't want to take. I had to do it. I had to do it. It sucked. It did up. You need to have this requirement. You need to have that requirement. I kind of learned the game after a while when I was in college because I was working and trying to pay for school. And I, you know, sometimes after you know cleaning up the bar at night, we didn't get out till four o'clock in the morning. And I had a I had a class I had to take as a requirement at eight o'clock in the morning. And I I go to the professor and I say I'm never coming here. Uh, I'm never coming. I'll t- I, I promise you I'll, I'll take all your tests. Um, and, and do well on them, um, but uh, don't expect me to be here. Just, just pass me. And again, I aced the test, but then I would get some, you know, a C grade because I wasn't there for class participation. Whatever, dude. I mean, I, again, it's, it's a racket. It's a scam. It is what it is. Um, my other suggestion, and I don't hear anybody talking about this. Certain degrees should cost less than others. Um, I, I laugh. My, my alma mater, Syracuse University, I don't know, what is the thing, about 80 grand a year now? Somewhere around there. Um, again, they, they give aid, but they have a school of education. School of education. You're going to go and you're going to spend that type of money to become a school teacher? That's just stupid. I, I'm sorry. Sorry, anybody listening to the program right now? Oh, my kid's going to a private school, wants to be a school teacher. Stupid! Go to the state school. Go to the state school. It's priced accordingly, okay? It, the whole thing, the whole concept is dummy. It's some of these other. All right, you want to have, have 14th century Russian literature? You want to do gender studies and women's studies? Fine. The cost of those degrees should be nothing because guess what? There's no jobs in that field for crying out loud, unless you want to, you know, again, get a job at another college teaching a useless degree. Price the degrees based upon what you're going to make getting those degrees. Now, again, it's, you know, I get it. You can get a gender studies degree and someone may give you a job and you may make a fortune or get it. I don't, doesn't make any difference. Okay. Doesn't make any difference. In the same, like I said, in the same way you go to a department store. Okay, I I can go into Bloomingdale's, okay, and they'll have Canali suits and priced at this. And then they'll have Hugo Boss priced at this. And then they'll have a lower brand priced at this. Again, they're different. Go to college, university. Why can't certain degrees be priced differently? And again, why do you have to in certain degrees? You want to get a job. The purpose is to go and get a job, okay? It's no longer let's go find ourselves in college and figure out what we want to be. It's too freaking expensive. It's over. It's over. What they should be is be tasked to creating a great workforce. And I, I talked about this in terms of um, medical school as well. It was a study I read, and I can't remember it off the top of my head. The, you know, the kids that, that want to go to medical school, that, that want to do, that they know 
They know they don't know when they're a junior or senior. They know going into college. So why not have some sort of fast track program for them, making it easier on them to do their pre-med requirements before going off into medical school and making them take all of these other things? Why not? These guys have already they already got to spend enough on medical school. Do you really have to bang them over the head? to take some required class on diversity that they got to pay thousands of dollars for? Really? Anyway, um, story uh, today, another story talking about the fair tax. Uh, we've talked about it here on the program. There is a bit of a push in Congress to head in this direction. It is going to be an uphill battle. And to be quite honestly, I don't think we have the... Um, I don't think we got the horses in uh, Congress right now, uh, the, the, the type of leadership that we have to kind of go out and explain this to the American people. It's going to take a lot of money. It's going to take a lot of effort uh, to go out and explain the benefits behind this, because like everything else, it's easy to just destroy. Not to mention the fact, and I've mentioned this before, okay, the fair tax in of itself is bad for politicians, this is why it's so hard. And again, story today, John Cochran, he's a uh, Hoover Institute scholar at the Cato Institute. And I was thinking about shooting him off uh, a message, a good piece talking about, and he's using Preston, talking about how long the eight-hour work week took and how long uh, it took to get the, the civil rights um, bill passed, all these things. I, I, and I get all of that. This is different. This is different. And I, I would explain to, to Mr. Cochran that, you know, and again, I, I want this too. Um, we have, again, I think you'd have to have term limits in place almost before you have. First, you got to get rid of the, the, the income tax. And you'd have to have term limits in place because it, the power is vested in, in, in politicians. It's, po it's vested in the tax code and the federal registry. They're able to give cutouts, handouts, giveaways, and then collect checks. I mean, how do they make good on, you know, things? You know, they can also, you know, give you a contract here or there, whatever it may be. But much of the power that is, it, politicians have, again, I, I equate it to Superman and the yellow sun. Again, federal registry and, and tax code. You take that away from them because that's what this does. It takes away a major source of political power and good luck getting politicians to go along with that. Okay. Um, again, equal opportunity basher here on the program. This is just flipping stupid. There's, there's no other way to put it. this is just stupid. <sighs> Alejandro Mayorkas, again, Homeland Security Secretary is emerging as the Biden administration's biggest target for House Republicans who seek to make him the first cabinet secretary impeached in more than a century. His GOP critics and some centric Democrats say the secretary hasn't done nearly enough to curb record illegal crossings at the southern border and prepare for the coming end of Title 42. That's coming. That's again, that's the that's in May. That's part of the whole covid uh, stuff that's going to go away going to be a free-for-all after them um okay my orcas I'm, I'm gonna explain this to everybody again um my orcas does what he's told 
okay? He does what he's told. He works for Joe Biden, okay? Mayorkas can't go take a leak unless he asks permission first. Excuse me, President Biden, can can I go take a leak? He can't do a damn thing. So you impeach him. I, I don't know. You, you, you're, I know you're, you're, you know, big game hunter now. And you want to put a head on your wall? Hey, hey, we're the elephants. We're the big tough Republicans. We all oh, look at his head. Look at this guy. We got. We took down my orcas, man. And it accomplished what? What? What exactly did you accomplish? Because Biden's just going to appoint another person that's just going to do what he tells him to do. How is this so difficult to understand? Uh, you got Republicans out there like fools, high-fiving one another. Let's go on Fox. Let's go on Fox and let's go on Hannity's program and tell how awesome we are because we're going to get rid of Mayorkas. Dude, I think he sucks too. But again, he's just doing what he's told for crying out loud. It's just mind-boggling. It is. All right. Up, up and away. Yeah. Fifth dimension. Yeah, we got the beautiful Chinese balloon, spy balloon, weather balloon. Who knows? Who knows uh, what's uh, going over uh, the country right now? But uh, U.S. Secretary of State Antony Blinken going to postpone his trip to China next week um, because of this suspected Beijing spy balloon. China is saying it's not a spy balloon, it's a weather balloon that went stray um you've got other people saying shoot it down shoot it down shoot it down can can we can we show a a little i'm sorry i'm not in the shoot it down show a little restraint if you find a way you can take it down okay fine um again uh, i i remember this i don't know about you this was right after bush uh became president um, do you remember when we had uh, our AWACS spy plane, AWACS spy plane, uh, I guess flew too close to the uh, Chinese coast and uh, there was a Chinese fighter jet up there and it clipped it and the fighter, Chinese fighter jet went down, their pilot died, our plane had to go down and I remember we we're throwing all the spy stuff off the window of the airplane and they landed it on, I forget, one of some island in China and eventually we got, you know, Got a deal, got our people back, and got uh, the plane back, if I'm not mistaken. I know we got all the people back. I can't remember exactly if we got the plane back, too. Um, I, I don't, try to take it down. Try, try to take it down. I'm just, again, you know, right now, you know, we've got global temperature that's pretty freaking high because of what's going on. And you got to see right now, Russia, I guess, is preparing a major. Uh, offensive into the Ukraine, um, just lower the temperature, please. Okay, back to uh, what I was talking about before. Who's killing Britain's economy? You know, your economy's in rough shapes, editorial board journal, when, even when the International Monetary Fund can see the looming disaster. All the more reason for the UK to worry, as the IMF is predicting a British contraction this year that would make the UK the worst performing major economy in the world. No surprise here. We told you. We told you, the UK is useless. We talked about their uh, military prowess, was it, uh, last week here on the show. It's a joke. 
the country is, I'm sorry, it's a joke. It's a joke. Oh, no, you threw Linda Truss out. You didn't like tax cuts. So you know what you decided to do? You decided to put a conservative in that's raising taxes and spending shit tons of money. Not to mention the fact, okay, it has gone back. Nope, no more fracking in the UK. We're going to continue to uh, use solar panels because it's so sunny in the UK. Again, this, this guy... This, this prime minister here, this Rishi Sunak. Again, I don't think that they know. It's like the, the old Princess Bride, Inigo Montoya. I, I don't think that they know what the word conservative means because they get one Yahoo after another over there. And you get the IMF. The IMF, uh, again, that's a Keynesian group of uh, people over there. They're warning about what's going on in the U.K., Again, he's blaming it. Yeah, of course, he's going to blame it on Linda Truss because she was in for such a long period of time. Oh, yes, because of Linda Truss, our interest rates went up and, oh, it's terrible, all sorts of stuff. Okay. Um, he canceled Miss Truss's plan to undo the decade of awful conservative party energy policy by allowing shale gas fracking in England. Um, again, you know, you take a look. Um, you know, he, she had a, a tax cut plan that looked to, again, grow the economy over there. Uh, but he's doing the exact opposite, and it's a failure. Just telling you, telling you people, I, again, you know, don't doubt me when it comes to these things. You can just take a look at policies and be like, what a joke. Anyway, we're going to end on this one today. Again, a, a television show that I uh, used to watch as a kid for a period of time. And I, from time to time, I sub-reference this uh, children's television program. I, I use, um, I use uh, King Friday in the neighborhood of make-believe often here. Because uh, I talk about, you know, how politicians want to go, to go to the neighborhood of make-believe in King Friday. You know, the choo-choo train went to the back of Mr. Rogers' house there. Well... They're coming for Mr. Rogers. Yes, they are. They found a clip, an old clip of Mr. Rogers um, that uh, now leftists have sent viral, and it's triggering leftists because he's got a song where only girls can be mommies. If you were born a girl, you stay a girl and grow up to be a lady. If you were born a boy, you stay a boy. Boys are boys from the beginning. Girls are girls right from the start. Everybody's fancy. Everybody's fine. Your body's fancy. And so is mine. <gasps> yeah. Lefties heads. Can't, they can't, can't take it. So they're, they're now going to, they're going to come for Mr. Rogers, but uh, again, Pendulum, it start shift. You get the University of North Carolina starting a brand new college at their school, which is basically going to be anti-woke. It's all about free discourse and conversation. Yeah, that the flip, because you lefties have lost your freaking mind. Honestly, it, it, it again, Michael Savage had it right. Mental disorder. Have a great weekend. Watchdog on WallStreet.com. Watchdog on WallStreet.com. We'll see you. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. 
This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just gonna circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandsLots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.